constitutional mm-hmm. and legislative. Mm-hmm. Now, First legislative, did you that know, was created... Me, did you, right. So legislative is not the one we want, right? That, to me, would be legal? Is that what you're saying? Because that's falling in a... Not under the common law. That's It's generally no, no. Provi- provisional. Okay. We don't do Again, legal on this show. Constitutional, constitutional home rule is a different type. It's a type that's organized by charter of local government. What that got that's, to do with this show, though? I don't it's get it. Not, it has nothing to do with statutes or codes, so don't worry about it. It's good. But don't worry about it, so why are we talking about it? Well, so that's, well look, that's because the, Angie that was be interested. The, that would be the baseline. That's what you're saying. That would be the baseline establishment. Right. The, the because, establishment is that it's already something that's lawful. You see? Mm-hmm. It's just not being jumped on. It's like, in other words, it's, it's just sitting there waiting to be accessed. Mm-hmm. It's like a door nobody walks through, but, you know, everyone always takes the other, the one, the, you know, the door to the left instead of the door to the right. But mm-hmm. now all of a sudden, because of a change in weather, everyone starts taking the door to the right because it looks better. You know, that's just the, the nature of... Of of, reality, of things, you know. So and that's okay. what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, but but the one argument that I'm, the problem is the man argument is something different. But go ahead. I want to answer your question if I can. Um. What I was going to say was is then why to me in my mind right legally uses uses titles and 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 renames man because they. In my mind, I believe that they know that they cannot rule man because man created them. Okay, that that just makes complete sense. Um, so therefore, now they create titles and they drag down the capacity, if you want to say, bring down the belief of a man. And I'm not saying that again. Please don't take it that I'm meaning that a man who is honorable, responsible, and respectful will do all in their daily living to support, help, and do what is right. You know, again, um, but when they start putting titles to something, and and that to me is in the legalese, because legalese, the codes, regulations, and rules, like driver, you know, that, that is where they pull that in there and say, well, you are this capacity, and um, and we have control over that capacity. Does that make sense? Yeah, you know what though? There <laughs> I hear what you're saying, but they don't ever do that. Who does it? They who you're talking about. Are we talking about the men in black? The men in blue? I'm talking about you're talking about being manipulated by someone, some unnamed group or entity. And that's who I'm referring to. Okay. And I'm saying it doesn't never it doesn't really work work like that. Well, when they when they pull when a man in blue when a man in blue pulls someone over because of potential harm, not harm that has occurred, but potential harm they're stating you know, they're they're pulling things under under presumption that I'm that I'm holding a title, that I'm holding it as a driver. You already know. Um, and 
you know, so in law, that's where presumption, the presumption comes. In legalese, not law, excuse me, in legalese. Um, but again, not looking back to the basis of saying, you know, because I, I have property and I've given up some of it for, again, my, my common right among men and women um, to be able to move upon here and be, do so with responsibility and respect to other people's land and, and to not be out there, you know, driving like crazy where I'm going to harm someone. Um, but again, their whole code and regulations and rules have been established not, again, under the demise of benefit and protection, which that's what a lot of people look at it as like, yeah, yeah, if we put the speed limit there and then um, we, we allow someone to, you know, be given a bill stating they owe this money because they went too fast but they never harmed anyone. Okay, you know, those hold, hold on, hold on, hold that, on, hold on. Look, look, look. You are talking so fucking much. Oh, Just no, like, you wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're not yeah. disrespectful. What's up with that? I'm not disrespecting her. I just made a comment. I just made a statement. How are you disrespecting? No question on the show. I wasn't disrespecting her. Did you feel disrespected, Angie? What's up, Angie? Did you feel disrespected by me? Never mind about all that. I'm telling you not to curse on the show. I don't think she felt disrespected. I don't care. Don't curse on the show. Simple. I'm not cursing. I'm cussing. It's different. Doesn't matter. Don't do it. It does matter. I'm not cursing. Don't do it. Don't do not excuse me. Can you prove that I'm don't cursing to you? Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do what? We, don't okay, do it again and see what happens. Then Just for the mistake. record, I thought he sounded like he was disrespecting Angie, and it kind of sounds to me like he's Fuck disrespecting no. you, but that's just my opinion. Mike, Mike, look, I have the right to do that if I want to, okay? You I have the right to do this shit. It's not your call. You have yes. the benefit and no, privilege of being muted. on a close. You have, have the benefit and privilege of not being muted, too. Donaldson, you have the benefit and privilege of not getting muted. So I wish my right to mute. Power you, bud. Pull your fake jurisdiction on everybody on this call. He muted himself, ain't this? You see how that works? I just muted myself. Watch, I'll do it again. And you can stay muted. Yeah, I that agree. You can stay muted. So if you ain't going to, you know, come on. You see that? You see how that works, Mike? I have the benefit and privilege of doing it myself. No, you have the right to mute yourself, but you have the benefit no, and privilege it's, of it's not a, getting muted by the host of the show no, who no, has no. full jurisdiction over you at this moment. No jurisdiction at all over me. Ruined yourself just now with your wife. Hey, hey Aquila, if you mute him, will he, will he be blocked out? No, I'll be just gone from the call, bro. That doesn't take control no, over me. If, I can, I can still be in a corner. I can still be in a corner. I can still be in the street. I can still be in the street. I can still be in the street. No, over you, because you're no. on her call. You have my phone in my hand, Donald, you dumbass. You have, you have the title of caller. Whatever, dish. dish you have like, a listen, title. taking me off. In the pecking order, in the pecking order, title of caller is below that of You're yelling. You're yelling. The host has jurisdiction over the caller. The host... You're yelling into the mic. Over the callers. You're yelling. The host has jurisdiction over the callers, Donaldson. You're, all right, calm down. 
Okay. Listen, I, I think I hear what you're saying, though, okay? The jurisdiction does not lie with the caller. It lies with the host. Listen, it's simple. I understand okay, your point. Want it's simple. I understand your point. I do not agree. Okay, then just pet your crap and be polite. The lady was speaking. Let's move forward. I was pretty forward. ignorant how you treated her. Let's move and I was forward. also ignorant how you treated Aquila on her call. Why don't you just be Look, polite? You, you, can, you can say okay, what you I'll want. Okay, I'll mute out. I don't want to talk to you. Just try and be polite, please. Say what you want. Don't believe I'm what you want. I'm not saying anything. Though. Just be polite, please. Just, thank you. Everybody Edward. else thank on this you. call was polite until you started something. I am just polite. Be polite. Thank you. You know what? I can be polite all day, and it will not change a thing. You know that, right? Even if if I, if I just, I'll say all the right words, minutes and it's still going to cause a problem. Jonathan, I don't wish to talk about 10 minutes. Like what I'm trying to prove really quickly. It's not in the proof. Why Just is there be. so much noise in the background? What's up with all the noise, Aquila? People are probably probably trying to block you out. They don't want to hear you, man. I don't know. It yeah, ain't me, that, though. See, now, this is the thing. You're talking about being polite, and now there's other people not being polite. Donaldson, I got on this call, and I got on this call. Mm-hmm. I got on this call and everybody polite was polite and Angie was talking and then you had to say mm-hmm. something ignorant and the whole call went south. What a surprise. You come on the call Actually, and it sounds, destroyed. It sounds like me and Angie were having a constructive conversation and then you and guys then you interrupted. And, and then, then yeah, and you had, yeah, and you had to say nasty So you guys are causing controversy because she didn't complain. She didn't complain. She don't have to. I did. But the thing about it is she did not, not get offended. Just don't do it, and let's move She's, on. I'm not going to say anything about this. The point is, if you weren't being a dick, nobody would have said okay. something. Okay, here's what I'm gonna do. Either you're gonna you, make, talk about something, change the subject. So do you, you want me to just go ahead and agree with you so that we can move forward? You is need you to want? stop. Just stop and just move okay. forward. Okay, I'll do whatever you want to move forward. I'll do whatever you want. Let's move forward. Let's go. I'm gonna the floor. Go ahead and talk. Like I said, I'm I'm ready to move forward when you are. You guys, you can't mm-hmm. ready when I move. You got the floor. Talk. What do you want to talk about besides legalese or statutes and codes, quantum grammar, counties? I don't want to talk about that stuff. I'm well, talking about me. I believe Angie was talking until Donaldson interrupted yeah, Angie, her first daughter. Excuse me, dude. She did not get offended by my language. Uh, no, I you, did. I don't did. Don't worry. He's muted for right now. I told him I'm not going to keep on arguing about her, okay, about all as you stop cussing. You want to say you didn't curse, C-U-R-S-E? Great. It's both the same to me. Pass, C-U-S-S. Don't do it. Goodbye. He left. Good riddance. Actually, I wish you would have been hanging on there because I really didn't even get to speak for myself. <laughs> I know, but... Oh, it will go no, I would have told him night. that was disrespectful. I don't talk like that to people, and I don't expect people to talk to me like he that. He probably either. will come back on. He probably will come back on. You probably get your chance it's to say To me, it's called self-control. You don't need to use that language when you're that. You wouldn't use that in court, would you? No, because uh, I think the man in black would like issue you out. And I, I think that's a good one. Uh, I can't remember the Mike, was it you that said that? You know, the, the the jurisdiction lies with the host. 
of the call. The host of the call sets the rules. Okay. So this is not, I think, what he was trying to get to with whatever they're working on is the rules, establishing the rules and upholding the rules that were even they can't twist their own rules because it's established by the people. Because honestly, a lot of their rules have not been established by the people. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah, as far as I know, their codes are all private copyrighted codes. We don't even have the authority to use them. They always base it, everything they do, and and this is just things that I've been coming out with, and I've talked with a lady today who's worked in the California District Attorney's Office, you know, and she's seen stuff. And even in the people that work at the, at even the courthouses, um, and I think that tends to be with a lot of the older people because, you know, they've come through enough of years where they've seen a lot of change occurring, you know, where they even called the attorneys, uh, like, and it was the same term that the other lady used, uh, the good old boys club. And, you know, of course, Carl uses the um, uh, Boy Scout, Boy Scout, uh, Boy Scout. Um, but I said to her when she said that to me, I was like, that's what another lady that worked in a court said to me um, that they called. So, again, I, I'm for... As long as the basis, I, I, I think a lot of turmoil tends to happen in the world to, again, change the people's mindset, get the people looking at the issue at hand, which really isn't the issue at hand because they're undermining it, um, getting them to establish in the belief, and over time it's been building on certain things to, you know, and have it to where we're at even now. So that's why I said even if we... If we're linked, there's a lot of big change that would have to happen. Uh, I believe Charles was talking about uh, the military. Well, there, have you any of you heard of Nezra? Um, nope. Not really, I haven't. Donaldson, keep clicking in and out so you can tell him what you wish, Angie. I call it a bitch. See there? But Angie, you can tell him what <laughs> you, you mean wish. He's, he's muting in and out? Is that what he's doing? Yeah, but I'm saying you could tell him what you wish since he said yes. he think we were still in trouble. Yeah, I said I didn't even get to really speak for myself. It's um, just my opinion, right? It doesn't make it true. Not to let you speak. I'm ready. I'm listening. Your, Go ahead. your opinion in mm-hmm. words does, is, um, I don't know if you believe scripture or not, but there is still scripture that says words cut like a knife. And there's also the whole idea of, would you speak like that in a courtroom to a man in black? It depends. If you Really? Wow, I'd love to see you in court talking to a man in black like that. Because I think he'd shuffle you out the courtroom. So if you're not going to use it with a man in black, then don't use it with me. Because I, I don't talk to people like that. And well, I, I apologize, Angie. And I thank I you. I appreciate yeah, that. No, listen, listen. <laughs> Forgive me for cussing at you, okay? For cussing in the same sentence. No, I didn't cuss at you. I just cussed in the sentence. You know, because if I was cussing at you, I'd be like, "You are fucking fucking weak." You know, I wouldn't do that to you though. I don't even know you, so there's no reason for me to cuss at you. But I lo- I do appreciate your chiming in here tonight, giving me an opportunity to explore. 
Well, I appreciate your apology. Oh, no, no worries. As long as you don't feel offended because you didn't tell me you felt offended to begin with. It's like they, these other people almost convinced you you should be offended. <laughs> How funny is that? <laughs> no, it's, this is just like I said, I, I got with people, I do with a lot mm-hmm. of different type of people, and some people, when they get comfortable, that's kind of like, but I never was, I never grew up that way. I don't use that type of language. If yeah. I had a choice to mm-hmm. say to somebody, please don't use it, then I'd appreciate you not. Let me ask but, you this. You know, but let me ask you a question, because, Angie, you know, if I say the word law, uh-huh. does it does it cause a problem for you? No, probably not. No. Right? Doesn't make doesn't make you feel uncomfortable. Now, if I say the no. word legal, uh-huh. right, does that does that make you feel uncomfortable? Yeah, I guess I must say just because. Uh-huh. The word uh, makes you uncomfortable? It's just a word. It's a word, yes, but mm-hmm. with what I understand that it implies is what mm-hmm. affects, affects. Now, if I say statute, is that, is, that, is, that like, is that a no-go word? I shouldn't say the word statute? <laughs> it shouldn't say the word statute? No. Right. Because if I but, do, because if I say it, then you'll be offended? No, see, it's no. not the case. So I can right. say the word right. statute, I can say the word law, I can say the word legal, and you won't be overly annoyed or offended. Donaldson, right? you know how Cola doesn't want to talk about statutes and codes on her show? Why are you pushing buttons? Why don't you just stop <laughs> being a dick? Nobody wants to hear well, about I your think... shit. We don't want to hear about legal. We don't want to hear about codes and honestly, statutes. Mike, Give honestly, it a fucking think... rest, dude. I Nobody gives a mad. shit. Look, Nobody buddy. gives a shit. Give I'm it not in the wrong. Hold on. Yeah. I think he was I'm, trying to get to the point of why would I be offended at the other words he was using? Is no, that what he does maybe? this? He does this on every single talk show. Don't, don't five hours Mike. straight. Don't every let this guy talk to you. All of them mute him out. All of them can he's been muted from yeah. He's been muted from Mike. He's been muted from every talk show. Certain Mike. Donaldson, why don't you call a favor and fuck off? Listen, I'm dude, listening to your crap. You're trying to make me look really, really bad Very right now. We're all sick quietly. of your crap. Here is what's going on. There is no crap Donaldson going on right now. speaks about others than what we speak about, okay? That's not true. Now, that I, is a lie right there. Finish, that's a lie. Let me finish. But that's let a lie. Finish. You do speak about the counting other stuff. I don't speak about those things. You have spoke about it before. I don't speak about those things, okay? You but do. In a way yes, that, you do. Hold on. Let, stop cutting me off. Well, let's just say this. The things you speak about is not mm-hmm. agreeable to most. I'm going to just say about myself, it's not agreeable to me. Mm-hmm. And I don't wish to speak about it. I say from time to time to you, I don't mm-hmm. wish to speak. And somehow you try to Wigger in, ask someone mm-hmm. else a question, or ask that one because you're going to be determined to get your point over. No, no, I wasn't even no, going to start I'm talking about statutes again. and codes. This is why I'm muting you because I can't even you're finish the sentence. I can't right now, finish the sentence. You can rebut me after. I'm talking. Please. It's that stop simple. Yelling. You don't That's have to yell. simple. Listen, stop. <laughs> stop. Dude, stop yelling. Stop. At me. You know what the word stop. stop. No, I'll stop Do you. Do not yell at me. Okay, I'm going to stop you. Okay. If you mute me, that's your choice, but please don't yell it. I'm, you're a stop. Now you can't interrupt me. All I'm saying, Donald, is I don't have mind talking to you. 
I don't have a problem with that. I don't mind talking with anyone on the show. But when it comes to a point, I ask you nicely, twicely, precisely, whatever, I don't wish to talk about that, Donaldson. And then you continue, whatever it may be. That's it. That's all I'm simply telling you. That's it in a nutshell. There's nothing else. It's not that I'm hating on you, I dislike you, none of that. I don't wish to talk about the things you did. I've been there, I've done that, it doesn't work for me. So I don't go back. I'm trying to move forward. And when you understand the difference, what I'm doing and what you're doing, until you do. I can't make you understand. I can only try to explain, give my testimony, but I can't make you understand what I'm doing or what others doing, what Mike may be doing, Gus doing, Carl doing, you know, um, Larry. You know, if you don't understand what is being done here and you're trying to fit in what you believe we are doing and trying to say, oh, it's the same thing. If you're saying... There is a common law that the U.S. has. So is there the common law that the bar associates have. But it's not the common law which I embrace. That's all I'm simply saying to you. If you can't understand that, then you just don't. And I don't wish to talk about that. That's all I'm simply saying. I have nothing against you in that regard. As a man, I have no problem with you. I don't even know you like that. I only hear you on the show. So I'm asking you, do not do that. Okay, Aquila. Does the common law that you embrace involve courts? Here we go again. No, what do you mean, here I go? I'm asking for clarification. Yes. It involves a court. Oh, my court, my right. court, uh-huh. not someone okay. else's court. Right. I don't and care about have, someone else's court. And so you can have your court in the and wherever you are. And you can have you your court. Everyone wherever can have you, their court. I'm just asking go to a, a question. And that's why I'm trying to clarify I'm for you. I'm asking you a question. No, I, you already did answer the first question. Why don't you just mute you, him so I'm somebody else can talk? Here's I'm the thing. sick of this I'm Donaldson call every night of the week. Just don't mute him so other people can talk. I'm trying Dude, to understand your question. You cut it off. Okay. Yeah, what's, what's the, the fucking first question you ask about? This guy doesn't court. want me to fucking learn. I don't think the person really wants to learn. Donaldson, you ask him the question, no. then you cut her off no. and answer it. Angie, Donaldson. Angie, listen, listen to this guy. He's trying to, to cut me off Donaldson. every single time stop, I fucking stop. talk. He does Donaldson. not want me to learn. Donaldson, I'm trying to listen to me, Aquila. Answer my question. I just did. You can't answer your question. You cut her off and answer it for her. Listen, you cut her off and answer her for you. You interrupt like crazy. Mike, I don't need your commentary. You know, this is ridiculous. Mike, this is ridiculous. Second question. Second question. Second question. What? Donison? I'm asking. I'm. Don't. You don't guide my questions. Hello. Why do you ask me the first one? Second question. Just ask me. I'm asking you a question. Whether it's the All first right, one or the second one, it doesn't matter. See, this is why I can't help you. you, you keep... Listen. No, he's, he's muted. I'm done, Donovan. You just asked me a question. You answer the question for you anyway. You asked about court. I said yes. 
Now, what is your next question? Now you're going to argue me. You don't control me. You don't say, forget that. I'm not trying to control you. Just ask your question. Get to the point. Aquila, we've been through this a million times. He's not going to let know. you hold answer. On. Just hold on, Mike. What's your question, Look, Mike? What's I your cannot question, ask my questions when I'm getting Just bombarded. And we're not going to argue. You're we're yelling going to make at me. no debate. What is Aquila, the question? I can't do it when you're yelling. At me. Okay, what's the question, Donaldson? No, don't, I can't do it when you're demanding that I ask Aquila, it. Aquila, are you going to pamper I'm this three-year-old? No, don't, Mike, I got this. You're done, Donaldson. If you really wanted to ask me a question... You wouldn't be debating me about that. Forget about it. Type it in the chat, and I'll try to answer. Because I'm going to move on with my call. Anyway, good evening, everybody. I didn't. I meant to say that. Thanks for joining the call. Money Mike is here as well. K1, S3, Angie, myself, and, yes, Mr. Donaldson, but he's muted right now. Donison, if you want to have a question, you want to ask a question, just simply type it. I'll try to read it out. I think that might work best that way. There you go. Anyways, Money Mike, what's up? Are you at work? Oops. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm in. I'm at home now. Oh, okay. I'm talking to cool. Yeah. Okay. I'm at home. Yeah. How's everything going? Good. You was trolling on the call? No, I just came in now. No, on the other call. <laughs> Did you get to hear Charles's call? I hope I wasn't. I hope I wasn't. I, I really. He, I mean, I mean, you you had a good thing going there, and then they went back to their old shit. So then I just I just had to you know <laughs> reclarify. <laughs> They started talking their legal shit again. I'm like, uh, excuse me, what are you? Uh, can you clarify what 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 does this word mean? What is this? What what what? And the call ended right about five seconds after that. <laughs> oh yeah, no, but somehow I was talking at first, and all of a sudden the phone just like it hung up or something. I'm like, what happened? And I didn't even touch the phone, so I'm like, okay, it happens. So anyway, uh, Angie, you were speaking. You want to continue? It's up to you. No, I was just saying on the other call that, again, my question that then we got cut off, I would have eventually asked was, you know, were they building on or looking to build upon the foundation that was established by the founding fathers? Yes. Who said yes? That's me, Don. yes? I did. Oh. I find it kind of amazing that these guys, I don't know, they're standing in court, and there's this guy they call a prosecutor saying that this fictional character called the state said you did something wrong. And the best these guys can come up with is the pretty gold frills on the flag. Like this guy's yeah. saying, the tooth, the tooth fairy wants to throw you in jail because you ran over its toe. And you're looking at the flag going, that's not a regulation flag. It's got gold frill on it. Aquila, this is all law stuff. Why are you uh, talking listen, about this? Michael speaking. This is let him finish. If you want to read him, though. you don't agree, wait your turn. Why are you Please. letting him talk? Please. 
You cut me off. You hung up on me. Okay, this is we're not going to argue. This is, this is why I mute you right totally out. unfair, See? dude. You're unfair, dude. Stop it. Okay, I, okay, everybody, I'm gonna mute you out, and then what I'm going to do, I'll mute you one at a time. That way, when he call back in, it's not going to happen. I'm done. Yeah, he's calling back in as a guest then. <laughs> Okay. Hey, somebody just called me muted, and then they called me unmuted. Oh, Not very nice. who did this? <laughs> yeah, that. Who that did unknown, that? Let me that see. was an entity. That was an apparition. And then, and then what else? There you go. All right, I'm good, guys. So when he calls in, he'll be automatically muted. I don't you are butter. But you are not a, butter. Uh, what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you are chicken. I have, I have never. You are not chicken. All right, go ahead. Sorry. In all the years that I've been helping people with lost stuff, I have never encountered or heard of anybody else encounter a judge saying, we have jurisdiction over you because we have a gold fringe flag. Like, I've never heard any of this Sesta KV trust ever being spoken in court, ever. I've never heard a judge say, I have jurisdiction over you because of the birth certificate. Like, all this crap these guys keep talking about, like, that's so 1990s. Hold on, guys. I have to do this again. Because I did it wrong. I have to unmute you one at a time by myself. Okay, wait a minute. There we go. Come on. Pack right. Okay. Yeah, I got it now. Like those free men of Montana, they tried all that fringe flag crap years ago, and it got them all put in jail. It didn't work. It doesn't work. It's not a valid argument. If somebody's coming after me for a debt or a harm, loss, or injury, they have to have a man or woman there to make the claim that I've actually caused them harm, loss, or injury. So I don't see why arguing about gold fringe around a flag is going to make any difference. Like, deal with the issue at hand. There's no man or woman on the other side, period. Deal with that. That's how you win. Uh, Are you commenting on that? Because I mentioned that in Charles's call. Because, you know, I was only kind of getting, made that point because if you listen to... David Wynn Miller's talk about, because he's the first one that I've seen that talked about that quantum Yeah, but David Wynn, Miller claims, David Wynn Miller claims to have been abducted by aliens and been given special right. powers. He claims exactly. that he was dead for like a week and came back to life or something ridiculous. <laughs> he claims he's yes. the king of Hawaii. He claims that he rewrote all of China's governmental and corporate charters and I, I don't know, man. I don't trust a guy like that. And he's right. talking well, about... Saying, I, I don't know. I think he's kind of, yeah, woo-hoo on some things. But let's, let's say he did meet the, the judge when he talked about quantum theory, okay? He's the one that commented that he actually... The reason he commented on it was caught that in his video. He commented that the reason the courtrooms have the gold fringe flag is because he owns the patent on 
the actual American flag. Um, <laughs> whether that's yeah. true or not, whatever be the case, what I'm getting to is is my whole th- my whole thought on that was because there was a couple things he said after he made that statement on the one video I was listening to, and I'm thinking because the comments he made after that with the way he was stating it is like, wait a minute, are you trying to help? You know, you're, you're on here, you're making this training, you're beefing yourself up, you're stating all this. Are you actually trying to help anyone? Because it really doesn't seem like you are. So that was my kind of whole thought on it. Yeah, I didn't hear what you were saying. I, I, I heard Charles mention the gold fringe flag, but I don't know. I can't see anything I've ever heard David Wynn Miller say actually working in court. Like, to me, he's got a bunch of harebrained theory of the history of law, and he's got a bunch of bullshit stories to make himself look like he's somebody special, but I don't trust the word that comes out of that guy's mouth. I don't care about quantum grammar anyways. The whole point is I don't speak legalese. I don't speak legalese. I don't speak quantum grammar. I don't, none of that crap. Like, I don't give a right. shit what they're saying in there. I don't understand a word you just said. Is that the man that claims I did wrong? Put him on the mm-hmm. stand. But where is the right. man and or woman that claims I did wrong? And that's the point I was making on that call. If it, if you can't stand in front of your fellow men and women as your judges and speak plainly for that each one understands, then there's no reason to speak. Uh, you know, it's not going to be, uh, even the Bible says that. If I'm speaking in a language I don't even understand, how do I, how am I edifying myself? If I'm hearing a language I don't even understand, how is that, how is that edifying me? Is that helping my understanding? It ain't. And that's exactly the whole difference between both of it. It's a complete parallel system, a, a complete parallel to what the actual true law is, which again, in my belief, it's God's law. Basis was brought upon God's law. Their whole reason for, well, one of the big reasons for leaving, that means they, over in England, they tightened down on them, they took lands, they taxed them. But when it got to the bottom line that they were now being told how they had to believe and who they had to believe in and where they had to go to meet and have, you know, service and have their gatherings, that's when they were like, whoa, no, no, no. We've handled everything else up to this point, but that you, you, just, you just broke the straw on the horse's back or whatever that saying is. You know, we're out of here. We're not dealing with that. Why? It, it, it should have uprised and did that. I mean, if you think about it, there's no other land available <laughs> to flee to um, to settle something, you know, type of thing. It, it, it's either going to be civil war, you know, um, and getting something corrected, and unless people's minds are open to the bottom line truth of the whole thing, you know, it, it's it's an uphill battle. But no, nothing worth fighting for, you know, anything that's worth fighting for is going to be war, if you want to say it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be, because it's been a lot of time where people have been trained in their mindset in what they're in now. They have, in fact, when I talk to people, just a little bit about it. They're like, yeah, yeah, I've always, I've thought that, and that kind of, that really makes sense. It's there, you know, the, the, for those that really, and I don't want to necessarily stay open to it, because there's some people that they get it, they understood what I said slightly, 
it made sense. But then if you talk a little further, you can tell the ones that are for hearing more, and then you can tell the ones that still didn't quite get it yet. They probably would have needed a few more examples. You know, well, I think, to... I think there's a lot of people out there that hear what you're saying, and in real life it sounds logical and makes good sense and everything. And they kind of think about it for a little while, and then they realize, oh, that'll never work in real life. The cops won't let that work. Oh, the judges will never let that go. And they think it'll never work, so they just go about back back about their old ways. It doesn't affect them. It's not in there now. They they don't have to deal with it. So it's it's come down to over lifespan. It's not what we can see, what we can help our our fellow man and woman with it's what affects me now and even in school that's like i said like with the the three r's respect and responsibility is not being taught in school it's not and because it's not been because of lack of parenting some are like okay they're going to school that's where they're learning they're the if they are trying to teach some things it sometimes can be undermined in school and I know they were talking about higher education. I was thinking about that the other day. That just means more deeply um, coerced to their system, <laughs> more into a belief system of wrong. You know, because even there's young, there's people who who believe in truth or believe in God. I've seen it with um, some of my cousins' children. They head off to college and they had this belief and they end up in college and when they they get around all these other kids and they see well that's kind of not what they're doing so they veer away from it or if they are open with it like the the movie um god's not dead that shows a college student in, and he stands up and he says about what he believes and the professor just rams him down and then the professor's like okay we'll put your put your um put your money where your mouth is, basically. This is what you believe and convince everybody here of that, you know, type of thing. So, I mean, the student, you know, the whole story was the student did. He did, he, he put forth he, what he believed, you know, to show. Um, but I'm saying the professor was hard on him, and this happens in, you know, colleges where it just it changes the belief. So my husband has always said, ever since I've met him, he's like, He's never one for pushing for college. He's like, to me, he said there, what he's seen in the military when he was in uh, was, um, he said the guys that were officers, those were the ones that were supposed to have college and stuff. Uh, he said, to me, it's like before they step in the door, there's a sign that reads, leave all common sense here. He said, and they never pick it back up. He says, like, they're deeply ingrained in what, they just went through in that higher education. Um, so he's never been for promoting that with any of our children um, just because of that. And it, and unfortunately, I look at that even somewhat in Bible colleges. you got to be careful with different things there. You get different ones that have this mindset, and it's like they can't – You we have right now where there's some people that look at us like, you're crazy, you know, the Bible says – Render to Caesar that which is Caesar's. And my husband, <laughs> I had a laugh the first time he said it. 
Um, he's like, well, if it's Caesar's, I'll give it back to him. But I, at this point, it's mine. So, um, yeah, it's been interesting. But I definitely don't agree with titles. I get, I get that whole idea. It's just being how to interact with um, people to help them understand in a kind and gentle manner, because it's not necessarily that that they all have. And even ones that are working in those systems, that's what they've been taught. It's not, and they've come to that belief because they believe that's what it is, but that, I can't say that it's always their fault, because that's the way society is has gone, been taught. You know, so I try to be gracious in that thinking and try to give them a different way of thinking. Um, you know, to help them open up, you know, and see a little deeper as to what's going on and um, take in mind. And sometimes people look at when you're saying things, I don't know if you guys have had this, but sometimes when you're saying things, you have people, especially when you're saying about, um, you know, police and that, some people can take it wrong. They look at you as being cop haters, you know, men in black or men in blue haters, you know. Um, it's like, no, no, I those guys, they do have a job. They have a job to do. I just want them to be doing their a proper job and not pulling people over for harm they haven't caused. You know, let's put the the effort in the true area that should be happening, you know, assisting people who are being harmed, um, taking care of things that are being, you know, with people that are being harmed. Um, so it's, it can, I'm sure you guys already know what I'm talking about. Am I talking to myself? Did I get cut off? No, I'm still here. Okay. Do you have any more questions for Donison or anything, Angie? Uh, I can't think of anything particularly offhand. Um, Does he have his hand raised? Was he looking to ask a question? I don't know. He wanted to ask a question. He typed. I don't know. I mean, well, wanted to uh, talk. Even if he disagree, I don't have a problem with that. If he don't agree with what I say or understand, but just know I'm not trying to talk about statues and codes as if they're true. It don't apply to me. And I keep saying this. And I'm trying to help... I wish to help them understand. I don't know my well, words, how to, if it's not getting it. I don't know. Well, would you say that you, would you say that you believe, because I think the other thing too, if you don't, I believe if people don't have a belief in something higher than themselves. This might be one reason why the concept of government can be easily acceptable in people's minds because of it being something above them, something to, I don't know if you want to say necessarily set them on the right path, but it's a protection a protection mindset. Would would you say that you agree with that? 
I agree with God who created all is the highest power, and right. I'll never have jurisdiction over him. If you can't see that, that is your first mistake, then there's no need to talking to you. Uh, anyone, I don't even waste my time. They don't even believe well, in I'm God. Saying, I mean, who you, am I? You do have people, though, that I think that's why the government concept can be uh, or the, anything the else for that matter. Yes, yes, I agree right. with that. Yeah. Any, even if it's not the government, they believe in maybe Buddha or there's no God because, or they did it all themselves or it's in the... I, I, think, I think what her point is, if somebody doesn't believe in God, they have to believe that somebody has to have some kind of higher authority to keep the rest of the people in line. So by exactly. default... By default, what's left? Government. Mm-hmm. Oh, if right. God doesn't exist, not... the government has to exist. Right, and and the whole idea behind that is is they may not they may not recognize it as that because when when you're in that and you don't believe of any of anything higher than you that you will have to answer to to regulate you to realize that everything you do you're going to answer for. If they don't have a supreme being to believe in, they're going to look at the government as their highest thing. Not when you, it's my brother has been learning in this stuff and, and Gus even made the comment on um, one of his emails he sent out. He goes, the whole idea behind this is actually literally is you've dug out your foundation that we've, grown and lived upon for years of our lives you know a little on up this is what we've been taught and now we're eroding that foundation to establish a new one and it's hard for some people it's extremely hard they're like wait a minute this was solid and now you're telling me it's not now you're telling me it's quicksand um again you know reestablishing what is truth you know and then sometimes people look at that as like well, man, if that's not true, what is true, you know? Um, but again, if you if you don't have that higher thought that you've got to answer to someone, my mind is God, you know, the one true God that we're going to answer to. And, I, and if I know that I'm going to answer to him, then right there is, is my highest allegiance. So therefore, I will act and work and do and live within his guidelines and no other one no other man or woman can establish any guidelines that are higher than his just like he said it Philip. you know it's what he says and and his highest guidelines are here's what i want you to do this is the best way again he's wrote it upon our heart it's there it's a part of our being it's a part of our consciousness we even ones that aren't right in their mind they still know when they're lying they still know when they're taking something that's not theirs. You know, they know when they're they're doing something with the wrong intent. You know, of course, we can do things with not having that intent, but once it's brought to light, you know, you make it right, you know. But again, if um, you don't have that higher supreme being that, you're, that you know you're going to answer to, then you think you have to answer to someone, you know, or something. Or some people are like, well, I don't have any higher being above me, but yet I'm moral. Well, where did those morals come from? Where did you think those got established from? 
it, the universe just didn't boom and create that. I mean, come on, that's some deep thought right there. Uh, but yet they don't want to recognize it. And it's the same thing with um, men in the government. They don't want to recognize a God because then that would mean that, oh, wow, you know, yeah, there is some deep law here. We will lose control of the people if, if we don't do that. Or they will see the truth of what we're not doing. And they will see the wrong that we are doing because we aren't establishing what we should be. Honestly, uh, I think you're giving them a little more credit than they deserve. It sounds bad, but it sounds bad, but I don't know about Christianity these days because everywhere you look, there's so-called Christians that are going to government-regulated, tax-exempt churches, and they're paying taxes and their corporate jobs and they're hoarding money and they're doing all kinds of things that the Bible directly says don't do. So Wait, I don't know. If, you're talking if like people, church ent- at the church entities or are you talking no, like people? No, or? like church goers. If church goers were reading their Bible, they would realize mm-hmm. that they're going to the wrong church and they're paying taxes to the wrong entity. They're supposed to be yeah. paying their tribute to God. They're supposed to be working for themselves and not the big corporation. Right. They're not supposed to be paying taxes. They're not well, supposed to be going to the tax-exempt churches. The, the the whole thing behind that, that's what I'm saying, like at church where it's different. We've walked, talked to different people, a few people, and again, because you got to kind of watch who you're talking because some of the ones, and then they pass stuff on. People talk, you know. Um, you get kind of looked at like you're you're crazy, you know. You wait a minute, don't don't talk to them too much because, you know, they're they're telling you that the government's not our authority. What are you talking? You know, they're, they're these the pastors and that, and then they're taught that in the Bible school, and they're they're, they're government's our authority. Uh, no. And, and even another guy that's wrote some other things, he's even said for a while, a church doesn't need a tax-exempt, you know, nonprofit number. You know, it's, it's already exempt. That's already a part of a baseline, you know. But again, because of belief, they're told. They're told to report. They're told to do this. They're told that they have to do that because their authority told them to do that. Um, so you, you know what a church mm-hmm. is, right? It's a group of churches. Yeah, it's a group of people that congregate in God's name. Right. It's not a building. It doesn't have to be right. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people have the belief that a church is the building you go to on Sunday. No, the charter that was established. (laughs) Yeah, but Mm -hmm. there's churches in people's houses that aren't government regulated, that aren't tax exempt. They don't have a corporate number. Mm Mhm. But if Article 501c3 church pastors or whatever you call them were actually mm-hmm. teaching the common law parts of the Bible, they mm-hmm. would probably get slammed by the government one way or another. Yeah. There'd be some kind of a crackdown, some kind of a lawsuit. Oh, you can't be telling this to the people. Uh, I don't know. Would they use the people, you think? Would they use that terminology or would they say to your parishioners? I'm yeah, sure they, they would use some type of a own, title. <laughs> yeah, they probably have their own they probably have title. their own terminology in their tax exempt section of the IRS code. Right. I would say probably 
parishioners, something to that effect. And, uh, yeah, but, yes, I absolutely agree. It's amazing within the past year the truth that we've learned. And in my mind, it's not that I'm not open to hear what other people say. If I can glean something from it, but I, I absolutely, in my mind, see the fact that there's no mingling here. There's no straddling the fence. Um, if it, the basis is not going to go back to the basis and establish upon that up, then I say don't rewrite at all. Because the whole idea of what they're trying to do anyway, the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds and all these men that are multi-billion dollar men who are running the country are trying to get the United States to crash. They want the monetary system to crash. They want the, the whole thing to go to naught. They're going to come in and they're going to say to the people, well, the only way we can help you is, is, you know, we can't do certain things, not with that constitutional thing. We have to conglomerate and group together and become one world system here. Well, that's going to eliminate the Constitution. If you wanted, if, you know, for basis of stance. So it, it's heading that way. I mean, there's lots of stuff that are pointing that one out. Um, well, they've been um, trying to remove God from the equation since, like, I don't know, a couple thousand years. Mm-hmm. Like they started, uh, well, they started before this, but one of the big ones was they took Earth out of the center of the union of the universe and made the sun the center of the universe. So kind of pushed God aside on that one because the Bible clearly says the Earth is like the center. Everything revolves around the Earth, the stars, the sun, the moon. They had to take God out of that equation. Then evolution, they had to take God out of that equation, too. That's I never thought about doing. that with the earth. Um, I mean, I know it's, God says it's a footstool. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a flat, flat stationary object that's on four pillars as a foundation. It talks about the firmament, the dome or whatever. It talks about the sun and the, the moon talks about the stars and uh, the fixed stars and the um, what was the other one? This, Moon they're not, stars? Yeah, Moon they're not stars. stars and planets. They're they're stars, fixed stars and wandering stars or something. That's it, yes, wandering stars. Oh, did you guys see the let's see, it was back here in, was it October? The um, oh it wasn't, I, I didn't really see it a whole lot of places, but it was supposed to be the great sign that occurred. Did you see anything online regarding that? That um, the, um, the thing about September 23rd or whatever with uh, the star constellations and all that? Yes, yes, the star yeah. constellations. Yeah, um, I, I looked into it before September 23rd, but I never followed up on it. I have no idea what happened. Yeah, well, as far, as far as I know, it it occurred. They have that constellation thing that they set up um, on it, and there was a link to that. You know, it shows the the happening of it. Um, yo, it makes sense to me. 
Yeah, the Bible also said that the uh, the stars are for signs and um, what was the other one? Signs oh, and wonders. Yeah, yeah, the sun, the moon, and the stars were for signs and seasons or something. I think. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's fun. I thought it was funny that it said for signs first. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Now, a couple of the ones that were reporting on YouTube, though, they were like, okay, once this happens, there's going to be a great earthquake. Okay. That doesn't mean it's going to happen within the first couple of hours after it all occurs. I'm not saying that there won't be a great earthquake, but, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen (laughs) right after, you know. But you never know. I'm like, okay, well. Well, from from what the Bible describes, it's probably going to take a little while for this great war to escalate and stuff like that. So, yeah, I don't think anything's going to happen immediately. (laughs) Um, I was trying to think on something with the, great sign but they're also linking that up too with some different things one one there was a young boy that had the constellation and then he also had stuff with scripture tying in with what happened in israel last year and what was actually coming up which i thought also was really interesting um you know that he was pointing out scripture that was stating this and he's like here's what happened last year so here's what happened this year. Oh, and they were pointing out the the blood moons, too. I believe that happened this past year. Um, there was blood moons, um, and something about that um, that they pointed out. So I mean, a lot of these things that have occurred, and again, where we're at, um, if you want to say within. Uh, society and things like that. I mean, it's just extremely gone. I know we heard directly on the news here two weeks ago that with that uh, is the happening that occurred with the Equifax Credit Bureau where um, all these people's information was hacked. And uh, so the newscaster was saying that... um, Social Security system was looking at being revamped. Um, they said they've even been talking about coming up with uh, something similar to a credit card or one with the chip in it like they use for debit cards. That's exactly the statement that the newscaster stated. And both me and my husband were looking at each other because we do paperwork for people who are refinancing their homes and I said, how does that really help anything, if you think about it? I mean, what does having a card with a chip in it do for anybody unless you have something at your house or smartphones? It probably would work something that way. But for those people that don't have, if they have a computer, how are they supposed to pass on their Social Security information through a chip? I said, you know, they do a lot of loans now where people are actually talking with someone and they're entering the information in or they're having them log into a particular website and they're putting their information in that way, uh, what they call e-sign um, with some of the documents and stuff. Um, so I said, it, 
there's no true protection involved with that, actually. So they're trying to make it sound good, you know, but I'm like, there's no true protection in that one. So, because who can read your, your Social Security card now, right now? If you put it in one of those RFD chips, or I think that's what they are, uh, chips, that can be read by a radio signal, um, a little wave, a short, certain wave radio signal. So my husband does not like the idea that the banks went with, went with that, but almost every debit or card that you have with your bank, a lot of them have switched out. At least they have here. don't know if they've done that anywhere else, but for ours they have. Um, so he doesn't like that idea because someone can have a you can get an app and someone could read your card that's well that's just building everybody up to get them all geared up for the fact that oh this got stolen that got stolen you know um someone's hacked into my bank account well that's how they hacked in so now let's move it to from a card into your arm or your hands or your you know it's just switching it along all right, I've yacked enough. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, I wanted to ask, is it Mike, right? Yep. Okay. How long have you been doing stuff in, with, like, in the common law scope, you know, with helping people and all? Um, Probably... Five years, maybe a little more than five years. Hmm. Come around there, I think. Mhm. And did you get in it because you had something going on with yourself, or? Yeah, I had a few things going on back then, actually. Mm-hmm. And did you get to utilize it for that, you know, to help out, or was it kind of like learning on the fly uh, that by I straightened some of that stuff out, not all of it, but I've I've done other stuff since then. Yeah. You're educated yourself more on how to handle something. <laughs> yeah, I um Yeah, I get a little practice every once in a while with myself, but it's usually helping other people. But I uh had a landlord that was being a serious problem. And I started out writing super polite letters. I did everything nice and proper and honest and polite. And he just kind of lost his temper. And he started doing all kinds of crazy shit, like got his wife and mother-in-law to peep in my windows. And he was shutting the hot water off and stuff like that, shut the air conditioning off. uh, He hired some guy to come up and threaten me one day and... It was kind of crazy, but I uh, he he ended up trying to take me to landlord tenant board court, and I clobbered him like that. Huh. Huh. Do you like like we put cameras up um, at our place um, just because we had um, well the first incident was. Um, my husband sells barrels and there it kind of goes in spurts like everybody decides all at once they need barrels and then what supply we have drops down well this a couple of years ago um, it was in January or February 
uh, there's um, a builder show and stuff that was going on. So we headed to Harrisburg to um, go to that. And on our way down through, um, we get a call from this guy, and he says, I'm knocking on your door, uh, but no one's answering. Why aren't you answering? And I kind of hate at that point because I'm thinking, oh, that's great. You know, we're not there. So I'm like, well, we're not home right now, um, but what do you need? And he's like, well, I'm here. I want to buy a barrel. And uh, we didn't have any to sell at that point. And so I told him that. And uh, so he states, well, right here alongside of your house is two barrels. And uh, and my husband heard him say that. And he said, tell him there are personal barrels. And I told him that. Those aren't for sale. Those are personal barrels. Um, and he's like, okay. Uh, I said, but my husband's saying he's going to go for a run of barrels here within the next week or two. So if you're driving by, you know, just keep watching. He's like, okay. So we hang up. And it didn't go five minutes, and the guy calls back, and he says, I'll tell you what. He goes, when you get barrels, give me a call. Gave us his name and his number. And we're like, okay, we'll do that. So we came back home that night, and the first thing my husband notices is one of the barrels is missing. And um, so that is protruded on that one. So he comes in, and he calls to the... Uh, police barracks and uh, you know says I want to report a barrel stolen and one of the first questions they asked him was how much is it worth and he says it doesn't matter how much it's worth he goes someone stole it you know and uh, now of course we didn't have our cameras up at that point but my husband said I I believe that it is this gentleman because he's the only one that's been here to ask for a barrel in the past several weeks, you know, so he goes, that's my belief, here's the guy's name and number, so they took it, and uh, he hung up, and maybe within five minutes, uh, back then, we would have our phone, we had to set up our phone to forward to our cell phone, so we forgot to remove that when we got home, because we were just talking about what happened, and Next, you know, our phone rings and then converts over, and so the person got thrown into voicemail, and here it was um, a man in blue calling back to uh, report what he was reporting. And so here's what the the message said. Uh, I called that guy and asked him. He's a friend of mine. So I called him and asked him if he took the barrel. He said, no, he didn't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, that's the first thing that kicked off Kurt. He was so mad about that. So now he's doing favors for his friends, you know, but anyways. Um, so that was the first occasion. And then the second one was last spring. Um, we were sleeping. We had our windows open. Uh, next thing you know, my husband's getting out of bed and wasn't sure what was going on. Next thing you know, I hear him saying, who's out there? And the reply back, to him was, state troopers, open up. And he's like, I am not dressed right now. He's going to have to hold on. I will, I'll come down. So he's grabbing his clothes. He's putting them on, gets down the stairs, opens the door. 
Cooper says to him, who's all in there with you? My husband says, myself and my family. And the guy's like, is that all? He's like, yes. It's just me, my wife, and my children. And he's like, what is going on? And the guy says to him, well, there's two 16-year-old girls missing for the past 24 hours. We pinged their cell phone, and it's showing on your property. My husband's like, well, we haven't seen any girls here. He said, but I'll put my shoes on. I'll come out and help you look. So he's putting his shoes on. He's just about to head out the door, and they're backing out our lane. Didn't say nothing. Backing out our lane. Well, where we live, we can see down the river valley. We can see into town. And my husband said there was uh, state trooper lights down in town flashing, and it was a calm evening, and it echoes. It, you know, sometimes you can hear what, if it's loud enough, you can, it echoes up through to us. And he said he heard the radio, police radio go off saying that they, they found them or located them. So that was the second thing that ticked my husband off. So that's where he was uh, like, all right, there has to be something out there. Because he watched them for like two minutes that they were outside looking through our stuff, behind our stuff, uh, in things. You know, two two troopers. So I just really, he's, he's a private type of man, and he did not like that, not one bit. So that's where he started, you know, looking around YouTube and different things to try and find what what he could do about the issue of that. So that's when he came across Carl's stuff. And, um, and he was telling different, he was listening and then he was telling me about it. And he's like, it'd actually be good stuff for you to learn. He said, because you never know when you need it. And then, of course, in our capacity as notaries, yeah, it's definitely good to have. Because we've had, I've had attorneys, uh, an attorney show up here with paperwork. And I just happened to have read up enough, at least on my end, of supposedly what my capacities are and had an attorney show up here with paperwork um, asking me to notarize paperwork and I said to him oh uh, I said so the people are here to sign this it was a deed to a property and I said so the people are here with you to sign this and he's like yeah he said yeah but he's an older gentleman so he mustn't have heard me say it because I repeated it to him then and he's like, oh, no, no. He goes, they're not here. They've already signed it. I said, oh, well, then you have your attorney acknowledgement form for me to notarize? And he stopped, and he looked at me, and he goes, where did you go to law school? And I'm like, I just kind of, like, shrugged my shoulders at him. And uh, he left. You know, it's not like he said, oh, I have my attorney acknowledgement form here. Yeah, let's do it, you know. And uh, But he had showed me the deed and it was a a friend of ours um, that we went to church with and uh, so that kind of had me concerned the other thing was um, he was the president of a local bank and I, I thought too after he left I'm just all these things are going through my head and I'm thinking He's the president of the local bank, and there's notaries there. Why? Why did he come to me? You know. <laughs> so the other thing was, is I thought, well, his comment. I just want to make sure I'm definitely right. So I even called up to the courthouse, 
And I asked him at the court, a lady that answered at the courthouse, I told her what happened, and I told her what I asked for. And she said, I said, I just want to make sure that I was doing the correct thing. And she said, yes, you, that, she said, it's not unusual. She said, we have get calls all the time from notaries asking us the same thing. And yes, you told that attorney correctly. <laughs> I'm like, good, I'm glad. Because I said, he wrote, that really has me concerned that he came here when he could have had some other notary do it. So, yeah, it's just, it can get interesting, that's for sure. And so if we're out talking with people and we are giving our opinion as a woman to another man and a woman, I'll tell them that. I'll say this is not under my notary capacity. I am not here as a representative to the bank right now with what I'm about to tell you. (laughs) Here's what I believe. (laughs) And I will, I'll tell them what I believe. So that's definitely a big help, and people kind of chuckle at that, but they get it. Because, um, you know, I'm not, I can't do that in that capacity. They they don't like that I do that in that capacity. And then, <laughs> so, and again, I'm talking too much. Anybody else? I'm listening. <laughs> well, I'm glad you didn't fall asleep on me, Aquila. What was that? I said, I'm glad you didn't fall asleep on me. Oh, no. (laughs) Mike, did you fall asleep? I doubt that. No, I'm still here. I'm just muted out, making noise. You're making noise. Anybody wish to speak with Donaldson? I know I'm not trying to. I'm not mad at him or anything. I don't wish to. But, I mean, I can't put my, you know, anybody want to speak to Donaldson? That doesn't matter. That's fine. But if Donaldson starts, he's muted right away. I ain't playing. This is getting quite ridiculous. Um. How is it? Well, at least like you on your way in the right path and direction of learning this stuff, Angie. Yeah, hopefully. Um, I think if you hang on in here, you'll get it. Yep. Oh, here's something. I don't know if you guys might have any advice in this. Um, my brother was on your call here a couple months ago, and uh, he's the one where the uh, police came out to him because his wife called in because she thought he was going to kill himself. So um, he now has, well, he was released from the hospital then the next morning, Um we never got anything in the mail. We never got, uh, well, he just was never notified about anything further. They never contacted him or, or in any of that whole issue. 
Um, but he did have uh, a gun that and he had several guns. Um, the he had a gun on order, and I don't know if it's rifle or pistol. I think it was a pistol. I don't know. Uh, but anyhow, he was no he was notified by the the gun. Um, clerk, I believe it was, that the gun was in, but or he went to go pick it up, went and checked on it and went to pick it up, and they wouldn't release it to him. He said that they're, they're being they said in their system, whatever they look at, is being told that they can't release it. And he said, well, why? And they're like, that they, doesn't tell us that. You're going to have to file a form, and they told him where he had to do that to see why he couldn't pick up this gun. So I think he just told my husband here this past week that uh, the, the form he got back was saying that they filed a 30-30. He said, what? But I think that he called it a 30-30 charge. Uh, the 30-30, wait, let me think. My husband said it was... Elisha, do you remember what that charge was? What? Do you remember the charge that Daddy was talking about with Uncle Mark in regards to him not being able to pick up his gun? Do you remember what the charge was? You should mm. just ask money back and keep it moving. They can have it. <laughs> oh, God, no. This, this... My family's a gun family. So this is trampling upon his... Because I guess from what what he's looking at... Because my husband said to him that, okay, again, I think it's a 30-30. Let me see if I can't say that. 30-30 charge. I think that's it. Uh, There's some sort of form or... I don't know. Well, I said... To my husband, and he told me about it. I said, "What? Who filed it?" He said, "The hospital." Oh. Now he never had any evaluations, you know, nothing like that. Um, thirty thirty charge. Uh, I type that in. As far as I know, a thirty thirty is a wimpy hunting rifle. I don't know if there's a charge or anything called a thirty thirty, but a thirty thirty is a rifle. Yeah, it wasn't the gun. I know it wasn't that. I was thinking that thirty thirty was the charge, but I'm not seeing that here um, in what I'm looking up. But... My husband did tell me what it was. Now he's asleep, so I can't even ask him. Okay. But the, well, the ch- come on tomorrow. Your your brother can come on tomorrow. Well, Saturday if he can. Okay. And hopefully Mike can come on us to help. Yeah, you start at what nine at night? Because uh, he it's hunting season now, so he's hunting. Um, but no, it wasn't disorderly conduct. It was. 
it was it was a kind of a weird charge the way they had it, and I'm like, what? It, it just didn't make any sense to me in a way. Um, so you, is somebody in the hospital put in some paperwork? Some man or woman? Yeah. I don't know. Right, a man oh, or a woman at the hospital. Yeah. Presuming yeah. that it probably was uh, the man acting as a doctor, you know, because well, why say, would anybody else say? Well, hold on, the doctor sent what to who? The That's what we're trying to actually figure out. He's saying this paper is saying that this charge was applied by the hospital. So now he has to do some more digging to find out who. At the hospital. The hospital, the hospital doesn't charge anybody. Right, the that cops, was the whole the weird thing about people. it. The the cops charge people, not hospitals. It's not their job. Well, that was the whole kind of thought that we even had too. Like what? Because and and I'll have to get, see if I can't get him to come on and maybe explain his thing a little bit more on that one. Um, because what he told my husband was, is I guess the paper he got was stating the fact about the hospital filing this charge. And I, cause both me and I, both me and I husband looked at each other. Like when he said it to me, I'm like the hospital. I'm like, hey, that doesn't but, make any sense. But another thing is, say I go and I order a gun mm-hmm. and then I go to the hospital and the hospital finds that I'm crazy. The mm-hmm. hospital, a doesn't charge me and B doesn't, doesn't send letters out to every gun shop in town and say that I'm crazy. Don't sell them a gun. Right. So none of that makes right. any sense. Exactly. That's kind of like when my husband was retelling re- me what my brother had said to him because I, when he was saying it, I'm like, the hospital? And he's like, yeah, that's what I said to him. Are you sure it was a hospital? He's like, and my brother stated what was on the paper. And so my husband was saying it was, yeah, he said it said something like the hospital. So, like I said, I'll have to have him get on and if he wants to and see, you know, about reading what that what that's stating. Um, yeah, that, that's bugging me now that I don't remember the charge. That that's all right. Wreck your brain. Oh, and the other thing too, he is um uh well he said his insurance company was had some things. He said, I sent a letter said to my insurance company telling them that uh I did not <laughs> I did not receive any services from from the you know men and women at the hospital, he goes, they, you know, it was not something I requested. So he's like, handle it however accordingly you want to handle it type of thing. So, but this one here is definitely affected him because the gun he had on order from somewhere. So, you know, he's concerned about being able to get anything for future because if he can't get this one, you know, it's going to affect for any other um, guns that he wants to get. You know what I think happened? I think he opened his big mouth and he spilled the beans to the cops that he ordered a, that he had a gun on order. 
Uh, no, he didn't say anything like that to them. No. But he did. At the house. I it, don't know. He I'll check how how did the cops know he ordered a gun if he didn't tell them? Well, if they place this, whatever this charge is on his, his record, I guess the certain different charges will affect you from being able to obtain any any um, future, you know, guns. That's so the, the way police, I'm taking it. The police charged him with criminal charges? No, that, that's what I'm saying. The paper he's got, from what my husband said, he said that it's reading that the hospital placed this charge on his record. But again, that makes no sense. So, like I said, I'm I'm just repeating what I've heard, so... I would have to get better clarity on that one, you know, as to what exactly the whole issue is. He's just saying there's a charge on his person placed by someone um, that's preventing him from um, getting this gun that he ordered. So... So I guess he's got to get clarification to find out who... Who did it? Who said this? Well, <clears throat> whoever said he couldn't get the gun, did he ask to see what's going on? Say that again, Nicola. Hello? No, I can hear you. I just didn't understand what you said. What, say it again. Oh, I was asking, did he, when he went to pick up the gun, say... I don't believe you. You guys playing with me? You you kidding me? Can I see that? You know? Can you print that out? Let me see what's going on here. Because there's so well, I back, you know, and then maybe they'll give him a copy of it. And he also maybe can go uh, to the that hospital and get his complete record certified. All the files. Okay. They can give it when to you. When he ordered the gun, give it to you. When he ordered the gun, did he pay for it? Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure. He probably. He probably. That he would have. Because probably. He probably paid for it or put a down payment, but let's pretend he didn't. He probably signed a piece of paper, right, when he ordered it. Um, I've never. Bought a gun myself, so I don't know. Um, my husband deals with stuff like that, so um, I would imagine, like, if he ordered particular guns, some gun shops, you know, because of just funds involved, well, depending on the gun. Um, my point, real short, is that that if he ordered a gun and he signed a, even if he didn't sign a piece of paper. But if he ordered it, they had an agreement. There is a contract in place. Uh huh. So, so if the can... if the gun shop owner went and ordered the gun, and the gun uh-huh. came in, that means the gun owner recognizes that there was an agreement. Because he, if there was no agreement, he wouldn't have ordered it, and it wouldn't have come in. So there was a contract between him and the gun shop owner. So technically. Okay. The gun shop owner is now in breach of an agreement. 
And if he wants to say that the government or a government agency told him he can't sell the gun, then the the state has interfered in a private uh, private contract. Private contract, right? Okay. Might be hard to pull that one off if he doesn't know what he's doing, though, because a gun shop is a regulated corporate entity. But a contract right. exists nonetheless. Uh huh. But it's hard to say because none of what you said really makes sense. You'd have to find out the details first to find out what's actually going on. But Aquila was also correct. If the gun shop owner won't sell him the gun, the gun shop owner should put in writing why and attach a copy of any document that leads them to believe that they should not have sold him the gun, according to their agreement. Yeah, and I don't know if he got that or not. Um, I know he said he did ask, because he was telling us like two weeks ago, to pick up the gun. So that's why I'm thinking at that. He, he, and he, if he was still having to pay for it, he would have said, I was going to pick up the gun and pay for it, or pay for the gun and pick it up. He's pretty specific that way normally. So I do know that he said they wouldn't allow him to pick it up. And he asked why. And he said their computer system didn't state a reason, just saying that they weren't allowed to release it. So whatever computer system they're using, being connected with whatever state entity, agency, whatever, was marking that it wasn't allowed to be released. So that's oh. why he had... Yeah, I thought you said, I thought you might have said that they had paper from the hospital saying that, and that's why... No, the saying. paper, what what he did was is when, when um, the man at the gun shop said to him that they can't release the gun to him, and he said, why? He said, there's no reason, they they don't give us a reason stating on here why. They just tell us that we're not allowed to, that we're told we're not allowed to release it, again, by the state agency-ish, whatever. Um, They said that you, to find out why, you have to write in. Um, And then he gave him the address and whatever numbers he needed for getting whatever a report telling him why he wasn't allowed to get the gun. So this week, I guess he got back that report, and so then it was stating this charge. And so as we're saying on that report, it was reading that the charge, what he told my husband and my husband told me was that the charge was by the hospital. Um, and whatever this charge number was is um, not allowing him to pick up his gun. So. All right. Well, he could start maybe when they he he left the hospital. 
they should have some sort of record. I guess they evaluate, and he is allowed, I believe, to have a copy of that. Then he'll find out who wrote what doctor signed that, then he could deal with that doctor. Yeah, whoever. Well, there's so many untold things that happen that even given advice, but one would say, uh, at least get the, from the hospital what records. And maybe if you get more info or if he wish to come on the show on Saturday, maybe we can analyze it a lot better. I was only going to give my opinion, my testimony, what I may or may not do. But what he's going to do, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd be writing to the gun shop owner and just say, yeah, on such and such a day, I went into your store to pick up my gun according to our agreement, and you informed me that you would not allow me to pick up my my uh, whatever. I, I would avoid using gun, maybe rifle property. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I'd go using property right away. But right off, okay. Yeah. Just be kind of casual about it and just say, uh, you said I was not allowed to pick up my uh, rifle. And uh, honestly, you didn't really give me an answer why. I was just wondering if you could uh, explain to me why you refused me to pick up my property. That's what you do. You call it your property at the end of the letter. Okay, right. Okay. But I wouldn't call it property unless he's actually paid or at least paid a down down payment. But... Uh I would mention that they had an agreement and that he went to pick it up and he was not allowed to have it according to the agreement, which puts uh-huh. the shop owner in breach of contract. Okay. But the idea is not so much to go after the store owner, but just uh-huh. open the door that he is liable and that you have it on paper now that you had an agreement, you went to pick it up, and you were not allowed to pick it up when you got there. So at least you're establishing that on paper. Now, with that, you're saying first to to go there and ask him for papers? No, no. no. You missed okay, what I said. Write, write him a letter. Okay. Write, write, write him a letter. Okay. Say, on such okay. and such a day when I was in your store to pick up my... Rifle, according to our agreement, you told me I was not allowed to pick up my rifle, but did not clearly explain to me why. Just say, okay. I I believe I am owed an explanation on why I'm not allowed to pick up my property. Uh-huh. Okay. And then, so now then let he's him answer on the that. Let him answer and that. Yeah, but you're not necessarily attacking him but you're making sure that that little bit of the puzzle is clearly established on paper. But, right, so he's asking for a reason why he can't. And then yeah. once there's an answer back to that, then writing back to the shop owner, the owner man, that, you know, by him not by him going that day and not being allowed to pick it up, that uh, you're, he's making him aware that that's a breach of, contract well you're not that's what i'm saying you're not actually going after him yeah you're you're just you're just you're just 
he knows that there was an agreement that you were going to go and you were going to order a gun that was going to come in and you were going to pay. That was the whole agreement. So what you're doing on papers, you're saying, okay, we ha- I, I went there, I ordered a gun, you said it was in, I went to pick it up, and you told me that even though we had an agreement, I still wasn't allowed to have it. And I don't know why. Can you explain to me why? And then so you're okay. establishing there was an agreement and that you were not allowed to pick it up. That is part one. Okay. Okay. And then part two of that is that he's going to have to write back and explain why. Now he's going to open his mouth. He's going to be liable for any word that he says on paper. But also he might say the Department of Justice said this or the hospital risk management department or the doctor or they might say, oh, our legal legal teams on the he might say our legal teams on the ball or uh, the hospital's legal team was on the ball and they went and they called all these places and they got you set up in the federal computer bank as a dangerous uh, individual. Holy crap, Uh you just said a mouthful on paper. Now you got so much to work with. Uh Uh-huh. But you're doing it on paper. Right. Because you never know. You could walk into that gun shop tomorrow and say, yeah, so what about this? Well, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't tell you you couldn't order. I didn't tell you you couldn't pick up your gun. What are you going to do? This guy just told you two different things. You don't have either one of them on paper. You can't hold him liable for anything. So you got to get it on paper. Okay. <clears throat> but see, when when somebody says, oh, our computer says that you can't have it. What are you talking about? I didn't hear your computer say anything. What do you mean it says? <laughs> like, who, who, who typed that into the computer? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Uh, must be. Is your boss here? And just steamroll them. Every time they try and weasel out, just be confident, have an answer. Now, again, that on paper, too, because if the answer's back, uh, our computer, you know, when you were here, we told, like, for example, just stating out, again, what I would presume could happen. Um, God could answer back and say, well, well when you were here, uh, you know, you inquired about that. I told you, again, our computer system linked to the state was stating we're not allowed to release it to you, you know. So, again, then he, should he write back, basically, and say, well, I didn't hear the computer system say anything. You told me that, you know. Well, well somebody, the, the point is the, the computer didn't do any thinking, and the computer right. didn't do any typing. Somebody had to enter that in there. If he's right. on so that computer system, he has right. to know who has the authority to change or to, to enter that in there. Because I can't just walk into my local gun shop and say, mm-hmm. don't sell a gun to this guy, don't sell a gun to this guy, and definitely don't sell right. a gun to this guy. Somebody uh-huh. has the authority to enter that into the computer. Not everybody does. So uh-huh. that will narrow down the field. Oh, our computer says this. Well, who typed that into your computer? Oh, I have no idea. Okay, well, who has the authority? Enter. Oh, that's only the Department of Justice can do that. 
at least now you're narrowing the field down. Okay. Right? Right. Yeah, and um, that probably... But it's just like, it's like me saying, oh, the rule is that you can't do that. And you say, oh, whose rule is that? Oh, it doesn't right. matter. This, that's what the rule is. Well, who makes the rules around here? Uh, who who cares? That's just what the rule is. Just do it. You're going to be like, uh, no, you're going to show me that oh. that's a rule. And somebody with authority made that rule. Right. So they'll do that all day long. Oh, the code says this. The code says that. Can you show me in the code where it says that? Uh, uh, yeah, right away, you know, they've never seen the code themselves. Right. They've only been told by somebody else that that's what the code says. And the person who told them that probably didn't even see the code either. So they're probably not even really sure where to look. Uh, I had an issue the other day at, uh, with doing notary work, uh, witness. I told my husband, I said, I don't know if I really like her are titling here. I said, I think I'd rather just be a witness for someone who needs help, you know. But anyways, uh, I had to go, I was called by a man and a woman to meet them at a hospital uh, to meet another woman there who was pregnant, uh, having complications, uh, about ready to have her uh, son early. Um, so it kind of pushed things forward on them. They were doing a private adoption. And uh, so in their instructions from their man, who was an attorney, said to them that they had to have a witness besides the fact of it being notarized. So we meet them at the hospital. And uh, well, we were talking about the fact of witnesses before we met. And we both kind of agreed. I said, I, I wonder if the nurses would have a problem, you know, with being a, a witness, you know, to the transaction. And, uh, of course, we get there and he, the husband, goes out to the uh, nurse's station and asks several nurses that were standing there if anyone, any of them would be willing to be a witness to a, uh, a private adoption papers that were needing to be signed. And they were all like, oh, no, 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 we can't, we can't do that. You know, we're not allowed to. Uh, it's considered a conflict of interest. And that, and that whole mind thinking, I'm thinking, how in the world can that one be a conflict of interest? Are you going to choke the kid <laughs> once he's out or something? You know, going to cause issues? But anyway, uh, the head nurse, uh, on the floor, one of the girls went to the head nurse and said to her what was being asked, and the head nurse said, well, let me find out. I might be able to. So, or she said, I'll, no, they actually did tell him that the head nurse would be able to. So he came back to the room, and we're standing, and we're waiting, and we're waiting. And uh, it went like 20 minutes, and there was no head nurse. And we were all kind of looking at each other, and I said to them, I'm like, we ought to just grab somebody off the floor. So there's a lot of people just kind of walking by here that are, you know, the family's had kids and babies and, you know, so maybe we ought to just ask. And his husband's like, yeah, I was thinking that too. And uh, but anyhow, we waited again and um, he went back out to check 
because it was going so long and none of the nurses were at the station. So we come back in and we were waiting a little longer and finally then the head nurse came in. Well, she happened to know the wife. Uh, and uh, so she's like, I'm sorry to have you waiting so long. Um, she said, I had to call our hospital attorney to find out if I was allowed to sign these papers as a witness for you. And she said, of course, they're not here. And I said, really? They don't have they don't have hours like you have? And she's like, no, no, they don't. So anyhow, I had to wait for the attorney to call back. And the attorney said, well, no, we, I wouldn't recommend that you do that. Uh, she said, but I'm willing to help you find someone else here on the floor. Uh, there's family that are coming in and out that someone I'm sure would be willing to sign the papers. So we found somebody, you know, and then that turned out that that person, lady, excuse me, not person, lady, also knew, knew the wife. <laughs> so it kind of worked out really nice. But um, the whole idea behind that is, is that people don't, real, people don't realize that, you know, besides their acting capacity, they have the personal capacity. You know, everyone thinks they're conjoined in this one conglomerate thing and they can't do anything else. I mean, even I know, well, even before all of this, I knew that I had a personal capacity that I could sign as a witness on paperwork uh, besides my notary capacity. I mean, I've known that for years. Um, it's just amazing the again the mindset of what people are taught and they don't think that they can sign you know if I was a nurse I'd be like sure (laughs) I'm not in the nurse's capacity while I'm signing this I'm signing it as a private capacity yeah Uh, but she might have a problem with that because she's wearing her nurse's uniform she's in the hospital and she's on the clock yeah she's actually getting paid while she's signing so that's that she could right. run into trouble with that one. Right, right, because right. of the employer. And that I understand that part because I've been out and about already where um, I we needed a witness for a Florida deed. And the funny, like, I, I didn't want to interrupt while you were talking, no, but as ahead. soon as you said you needed a witness, the first thing I was uh-huh. thinking as soon as you said the nurse didn't want to sign it, I would have just said, mm-hmm. get somebody from your legal department down here. They'll sign it in a minute. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, nobody was in. I don't know. Honestly, honestly, I don't even think they would have because of the an- kind of the you kind of had to hear the answer the lady was given. Uh, the hospital itself does adoptions. Then um, the nurses can actually sign the forms. She, she even stated that. She said, if it was a hospital adoption, we could sign it, no problem. She said, but since it's a private adoption, the uh, attorney said that that wouldn't be a good thing to do. So that yeah. was my other thing. Like, see, well, oh, because they're making that, hospital that, money, you can sign as a witness. But see, what you just said, there's a night and day difference. The lawyer uh-huh. said to the nurse, I don't recommend that you sign it. It doesn't mm-hmm. at all mean that the lawyer wouldn't be able to sign it if he was there. Because the lawyer no, knows the law, he's got the codes and statutes on his side, he's got all his lawyer buddies, right. his judge buddy, and he's just a witness, he's just acting as an agent, he's an impartial guy, 
and he'll get out of right. liability no matter what. So he'll make money if he signs it. That's true. Uh, but I would, I'm wondering if he still would have rebutted it, though. If they would, it, you know, if someone in the legal team would have been available, because this was, would have been after, there was after their hours, you know, that we were there. But I, I still think they probably would have said, no, no, we don't want to. No, it's not a hospital issue. Or, I mean, it's not a hospital thingy. I could see them, that's what I could see them saying. So, but, yeah. Right, yeah, for any, employer and that, that I understand. You know, they, anybody, they, they, uh, they, well, why'd you sign that? Anybody over 18 that's not been labeled crazy can be a witness. Right. Unless there's conflict of interest, just like, you know, it's pointed out, you don't want to have it where it's a, a family member that you're having as a witness. Yeah. Because then we go, oh, it's, that's coercion, you know, they're sure they're going to stand up for you. So, again, it has to be somebody that would be impartial to the whole scenario on both sides. Well, that's, I, I think with the notaries first starting off in areas was actually a good thing because they needed someone to be a third-party impartial witness. So I'm not saying that the duties of the notary public weren't a bad thing. Um, it's just now that the state has used that, or the men and women at the state has used that to say you can't just have someone else come off the street. You know what I mean? They, they've dropped it from common law. Now, common law was just two or more witnesses or, or is that are impartial to the whole transaction is your best thing. Um, now the state is saying to men and women that they don't recognize anything but a notary as being a witness. And I'm not saying it's not a good thing, but not the way they they use it, if that makes sense. I hope I'm getting well across what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, as far as I know, uh, I'm up in Canada. Ontario is, seems to be uh, one of the shiftiest provinces up here, but um, they completely got rid of notaries altogether around here except uh job related so if you work for a bank you could become a notary for the bank and do banking notarization but you can't just go into the bank and get the bank teller to the notary at the bank to notarize other stuff that's awfully funny that you say that because that's what's happened around here so, yeah, but a normal man or that? woman can't, I don't know, but here a normal man or woman can't be a notary. They have to go through an employer to get, a, to get oh, their... Oh, I see uh, what you're saying. So what does the general public do for witnesses? Just they have man, to woman? go to... I know they don't have to. <laughs> typically, I guess what they do is they go to a lawyer or... If it's a banking uh, issue, I guess they'll go to the bank. If not, they'll go to a lawyer and get it notarized or at the courthouse to a uh, uh, commissioner for taking oaths. Ah, uh, okay. But they don't want which means they don't want the they don't want the people to have accessibility to the notaries around here. That's really weird. Yeah. Well, and mm-hmm. I could see I, see again down here. A lot of states have it. Not a lot, excuse me, no, I shouldn't say that. I think it's 10 states are what they call attorney-only states. 
And now that doesn't mean that there's not notaries there within the state to do certain paperwork. Uh, it's just that the notary cannot close loan documents. That's the terminology that they're using in that statement. Um, or within this industry, I should say, uh, with what we do. Uh, so that's Georgia is one of them. Don't ask me the others. I know definitely Georgia. Um, now, we have done refinances, paperwork for people who are refinancing for a Georgia property, but let's say they're visiting here in Pennsylvania, family, friends, whatever, um, and we've done the paperwork. Now, the attorney is getting paid whatever their fee is that they're getting paid. Of course, we're getting paid, too, um, but the attorney, and most of the time, the attorney's on the phone. There's one form in the document package. He goes over that very briefly, not hardly even at all. I do, I think, a better job than the, and most attorneys do. Um, okay, this is blah, 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 sign at the bottom line. And people sign. And then they're normally off the phone. So then their fee's probably double what ours is. Um, but then we sign the rest of the documents. And I'm like, okay, what did the attorney do with that one? What in the world do they do when they go to the attorney's office? Let's just say sign, sign, sign or something. I don't know. But um, here in Pennsylvania and the remaining states, a notary can go out and do the paperwork for a deed, um, mortgage, according to what they, what the men in black say. Um and again, it seems like it, you know certain things they've been kind of like the if the attorneys don't like the idea of someone else doing it, then they'll establish that type of code or regulation or statute, you know, that again limits the people to saying that well you can't do it that way, you have to do it this way. Well, it was done that way how many years ago? It really wasn't any problem. It's just you just didn't like it because you were losing money in some manner, or you figured you'd make more money. Yeah, you were losing money weren't making money, now you are. So, agitating. Um, I would love to put out something just to say, if you need a witness for your claim, give me a call. (laughs) I do know, like, UPS stores down here, um, if you need a witness, you know, they'll witness a document for people. I think they charge $5.00 you know, for, for doing that, you know, just for their time spent because it's normally an employee uh, that does it. But exactly what you're saying around here, um, you know, and if you need a form notarized, it's kind of rough to find a notary. Not everybody has signs out. Um, you can't just go into the bank anymore and get something notarized. They'll tell you, no, we have we have notaries, but it's only for bank documents. That's what they'll tell people. Um, now, I have had to take some paperwork to an attorney's office, and then the notary in the attorney's office notarized the form, and then they they charged what the state allows for charging for that. So um, I just think it's crazy, <laughs> the, the whole scope of it, basically. 
So we get to see some different ins and outs of stuff. Um, my husband does his work for a title company that's actually uh, it's their spin-off company for an attorney. Um, so every once in a while, they'll get talking about different things, you know. And he, he just tries to catch some information on their end as to what's going on and different things that are happening. And, and yeah, it's, the deeper you get into the truth, the more you definitely see, you know, or your eyes are, you catch things. Like when you're listening to the news, I have a friend that her husband was doing more studying into listening to Carl and she's like, oh, I just don't understand that. I was like, well, you would if you would listen to it more. So it was just brief things I've said to her at different times. And I think that her husband said to her, and the one day she texted me, she said, I was just listening to the news and something stated this. And she's like, isn't that um, how they're, they're tricking it around, you know, the way she said it? And I'm like, you're absolutely right. You got it. You know, that's, that's definitely one thing. They They know how to use it. They know what they're doing. Just they really don't want other people to know uh, how to use it. So, um, did you fall asleep on me, guys? Nope. All right. What time is it for you up there, Mike, in Canada? Uh, two forty-one. Really? So you're on the eastern time zone half. Yep. Wow. Yep, that's what it is here. Um, we have some friends that live in Alaska. So, uh, Were they three hours behind. behind? No, they're four, four hours yeah. behind. I don't know, though, with this time shit now. We fell back, so that might make them three hours. I don't know. Three hours behind, maybe now. Does Alaska fall back? I'm not in sure. In the daylight savings time, I'll have to ask my husband. He he talks with the the husband up there more often than I get to talk to the wife. What? Does Alaska fall back for for time zone? Do they? So they're still four hours behind. They're still four hours behind. Okay. Well, I think they were talking about not falling back, Bob said. Right. Yeah, because it's only... <laughs> yeah, it'd be roughly 11 o'clock there now. My son, her, him and my husband had gone up a couple of years ago, and he said we were, like, falling asleep. And they're like, oh, let's watch movies. He said, well, our time frame was way off. Hey, did, did anybody hear about, I I don't know how I came across it. I think it was through Rocco Van Beatty, uh on Facebook. I think I, somehow he had someone linked to him and there was another lady and I went to her page just to check it out. And she had said that Carl was, in New Jersey here, just, I think it was the end of September, beginning of October, I believe. I was like, man, I kind of wish I would have known that. Jersey's not too far from here. 
while we're in the middle of the state. So, have you ever got to meet with Carl, Mike? I think he fell asleep. What? I had asked Mike, did he ever get to meet Carl? Did I do what? Mike, did he ever get to meet Carl? Oh, Mike? Yeah, Mike. I know you did, right? Yeah, you said you had gone down and met him. Yeah. Did Mike ever meet him? Like when he was up in Canada or anything? I think when he was speaking, Mike was there. What time is it? Anyway, I'm going to get some rest, yo. I'll leave yeah. you on. I was, say, I was just about to say that myself because I've I got some work tomorrow morning here and i got to get my beauty sleep in. Uh, I should say my health sleep in. Because I've had a runny nose and cough, and so yeah, I can hear didn't, you. Didn't actually plan on being on this late, but do you have lemon or lime? What's that? Lemon or lime? Lemon? Is that me? Yeah, do you have that? lemon? Huh? It's always learning. Always learning. Seven. I sent you an email. Did you get that? Who, me? Yeah, I sent you an email. Mm, okay, I have to look. I don't always check I, it. Yeah, it's always learning. It's all the, the whole word. On here I have it abbreviated. abbreviated. But I don't know who. Oh. Did you say lemon? Did you say something with lemon? No, I just take a regular lemon. You know, drink. Sorry, Mike. Um, And when I do, I put a head on some paper in my, like, toilet paper, something to stuff your ears. And it's like I'm almost trying to sweat it out, if you will. So I'll put a hat on, socks on, put a blanket. I even cover my head with the blanket. And try to just Uh sleep like that. The next day, you're going to feel a lot better. Hmm. You can't have no hair, and, like, if it's cool... You know, um, then you put the I put the blanket over my head and sleep like that. Huh. So I'm not breathing cold air, anything. Have to try that with essential oil. I would think it would be the same. Yeah, I'm just squeezing a couple of lemons online, drink it straight, and. Before I go to bed, and that's what I would do. Uh huh. So that's, you're looking to ch- it changes your pH for overnight. There you go. There you go. That's why I drink the pro lemon juice from the vinyl lemon. I don't like uh-huh. that. Uh huh. Buy. You know you buy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that stuff tastes awful. Those bottles and whatever else they put in with it, it ain't definitely all lemon. It's not pure lemon juice. 
So, okay. I'd All like right. to try that. Good evening. Wow. It's been a while. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. I'll probably doing it. Cool. I guess I'll be doing it cool. <laughs> 